Today on Locked On Mariners, well, DC isn't here. So you'll be in the hands of some different initials, but yet another Swede. Let's cue that drum beat and quick tempo guitar riff. Welcome to Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, filling in for D.C. Lundberg, Taylor Blake Ward. Thank you, Joey Martin. As you can tell, I am not D.C. Lundberg, your usual host. I am Taylor Blake Ward, or TBW as some refer. And I'll be taking you through Locked On Mariners today, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or TLOPN, or as D.C. refers to it, Tloppin', brought to you by Rock Auto. As a reminder, you can download today's show as well as rate and follow this program on whatever your preferred podcasting method or application is. Feel free to ask your smart device to play the Locked On Mariners podcast or any of the great programs here on the Locked On Podcast Network. If you tuned in yesterday, you heard why DC is taking the night off. Tonight is his first class at Whitworth University, which is located somewhere in Washington, to my belief. I, I had to Google it and found out that it is in the uh, Spokane region where DC currently resides. For those of you that are unfamiliar, I am Taylor Blake Ward, former host of Locked On Angels and currently covering the team in Major League Baseball draft for my 10th season, actually, 10 years uh, covering the Angels. Uh, Now, if you're thinking that today's show will come from an Angels perspective, that is not the case. I do follow all of baseball. We'll be talking about the Mariners' 4-2 victory over the Oakland A's last night, uh, snapping a six-game losing streak, as well as touch on a few of the young pups down the Mariners' farm system. Let's jump right into it and chat about last night's game in which Seattle came out victorious over Oakland by a final score of 4-2. Now, I know over the uh, last few weeks here, D.C. has been a bit critical of the offense. Uh, it seems that that changed when it comes to last night's game. Uh, Jared Kalenic leading off the game with a walk, followed by a double by Mitch Hanniger to put the Mariners up one nothing in the first. Mariners would score two in the third, compliments of Kyle Lewis. Once again, Mitch Hanniger on base. Uh, he did single with one out, and then two batters later, Kyle Lewis came up, hit a massive home run to uh, left field there, 425 feet. The Mariners did put on they put on a, a lot of hard contact against Frankie Montas. Frankie hasn't been his usual self this season, sporting a uh, 492 ERA this year. That is uh, also compliments of the four runs the Mariners put on yesterday. Frankie did strike out 11 over the span. Speaking of Jared Kalenic from earlier, he actually did snap a uh, pretty big streak. I, I'm looking at his uh, last few games here. Uh, you know, 11th game in the majors, still a small sample. But since that three for four night, uh, his second game of the season where he hit the home run, went three for four, scored two runs, had the two doubles in the home run. Uh, Jared has only been going two for 29. He's been putting the ball in play. You know, he hasn't been striking out a ton. Uh, isn't walking a lot right now. Obviously did have the walk to lead off the game and uh, scored on that double from Hanniger. But you look at you look at Jared right now, uh, over his last eight games, ex- excluding this last night's game, two for 29, uh, no extra base hits there. Did steal a base, batting a 0.69 over that span, a 2.25 OPS. I think a 2.25 batting average is forgivable at this point, but a 2.25 OPS not exactly the case. Uh, Jared, you know, he's a kid. I mean, gosh, he's how old is Jared now? He's 21. He'll be 23 or 20. <laughs> 21 to 23, that's a pretty big jump. 22 uh, come mid-July here, about a month and a half out. Uh, but, you know, this is a kid, still getting uh, still getting a little bit wet out there. 
But I got to say, you know, this swing that he put on the Frankie Montas fastball, he had a chance earlier in the game, uh, earlier in the bat, actually, uh, just missed a fastball during his second uh, at bat in the game. Didn't miss on this one, 94, right in the heart of the zone. Jared uh, placed it out in the right field stands, 414 feet from home plate. Absolute tank of a home run. Uh, as we look at the offense just over the night, Jared Kalanick did go one for four. That one hit was the home run, of course. He did walk, scored twice from the home run and that walk. Mitch Hanergo goes two for four. Kyle Lewis went one for two with two walks in the home run. Uh, J.P. Crawford and Ty France also come along with some hits. Ty France did have a – no, he was a single. I don't know why I'm thinking it was a double. Odd, oddity there. Uh, but the uh, Mariners chased Frankie Montas out. Frankie went six innings, allowed six hits, three walks, four runs on those base runners. Struck out 11, did allow the two home runs. Um, rest of the night for Oakland, Campa Drosian comes in, throws two scoreless innings. Uh, Deolis Guerra comes in, throws a scoreless perfect inning. Uh, as for the Mariners pitching, though, I think that's really where we want to focus in on. You say Kikuchi had himself a night, and he's kind of needed this. Um, you say now has a 4.02 ERA following last night's game, six innings of one run ball. One thing to note, though, uh, you say did come out of the game with a trainer coming with him. Uh, not the greatest sign. After the post game, uh, it was noted uh, Scott Service did say that Kikuchi was cramping in his back. Team is hoping that it's not a serious issue. They're going to monitor his back issues over the next few days, make sure he can make his next start. But you say did say. Uh, that is, you say said his hands were cramping early in the game, and then it was his back later during the sixth inning. Uh, but you say it seems like he's pretty confident moving on to uh, his next start. Looking at the rest of the pitching staff, uh, Rafael Montero did go an inning, allowed a run. Uh, Mr. Swanson there, Mr. Swanson, 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 Eric Swanson. I, I'm drawing blanks. Keep in mind, I, I haven't watched a ton of the Mariners. Eric Swanson having himself a heck of a season, ain't he? I mean, realistically, this guy is really pitching uh, at, at a high level. It, it's small sample. We're talking about, gosh, what what are we talking about here? I'm going to pull up his stats. 11 and two-third innings so far this season, but only three hits allowed and one run over that span. Struck out 12, only walked five. Um, Eric Swanson having himself one heck of a year so far. Keenan Middleton did come in. Uh, close out the game with a save, one inning save, struck out two to close out the game, a 4-2 victory for the Seattle Mariners. Seattle does move to 22-26 and on the season, now five and a half games back of the Oakland A's in the AL West race. Uh, this is now a May 24th is what we're talking about. It is officially May 25th today, but as of uh, last night, May 24th, Seattle five and a half games back. Just a, a perspective from someone that, that doesn't necessarily watch the Mariners on a regular basis. From an outside perspective, the Seattle Mariners were kind of one of those teams that you talk about Detroit, you talk about Kansas City, you talk about Toronto. Those are kind of teams, they're on the rise. And that's kind of how I view Seattle is this is a team on the rise. They're still not there yet. This isn't necessarily a playoff caliber team. But this is a team that's on the cusp of kind of making some noise and, and playing that pesky little brother in the AL West. And I think Seattle is capable of doing that. Obviously, we see it last night, uh, beating up on the division leader of Oakland. I think that this is going to be a really fun team to watch. This year's going to be tough. I mean, if, if we're being realistic, I don't see the Seattle Mariners really being a, a 500 team or, or even really around that mark. But 
But realistically, this is a team that's going to make some noise here in the near future. And we're going to talk about that in the next segment, talking a little bit about some prospects coming up, a kid that I got to see last week that really impressed me. Before we cap off the first segment here, let's do a trivia corner, and we'll do a hall pass this time around. Now, DC left me a note, handed me one that I think I'm going to save for him and put in my very own. I actually didn't even read it, uh, so we'll see if uh, – well, we'll, I'm not going to read that. I'm going to use my own here. So today for hall pass, we have a pitcher who threw in the 1980s and 1990s, spending 16 years in the majors. He had 179 wins and 158 losses over that span with a 3.98 ERA while striking out 2,464 batters. He led the league in strikeouts three of his first four seasons in the majors. He was a four-time All-Star, a seven-time Gold Glove winner, which may be giving it away. He placed in the Cy Young voting twice, never garnering a finish better than fifth, and finished uh, runner-up for Rookie of the Year. Are those Hall of Fame credentials in your opinion? Well, I'll tell you exactly who that is after this word from Wealthfront. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. Team up with Wealthfront instead. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to www.wealthfront.com backslash MLB. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com backslash MLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash MLB to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com backslash MLB and get started today. Let's get to today's Hall Pass, and I just realized the dude that DC had lined up for you is actually someone I would place in the Hall of Fame, so you will be able to enjoy that whenever DC returns with the Hall Pass. Before today, if you guessed Mark Langston former Mariner and Angel and current Angels Radio Color broadcaster, well, then you would be accurate in your assessment. I will leave the Hall of Fame opinions to you, the listeners, based on your own preference. Coming up, we're going to talk about the farm. No, not that farm. We're going to talk about Mariner's prospects, or prospect in this case. But first, a word of interest from Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. 
rockauto.com. Now back to Locked On Mariners and guest host Taylor Blake Ward. Thank you, Joey, or JM, since we are sticking to initials such as DC and TBW. Do you have a question or comment for DC for future podcasts? If so, feel free to send an email to LockedOnMariners at gmail.com and DC will reply to your message on the air in a future mailbag segment. Questions and comments on any subject are welcome and encouraged. It doesn't need to be related to the Mariners or baseball at all. So I th- I think I might fire one off before we wrap up today. Actually, let me think of one real quick. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right. Hey, DC Lundberg, TBW here. Great show. Longtime listener, uh, short-time guest host. My question for your mailbag is, if Marty McFly returned to 1955 in the second Back to the Future movie but stayed and then went back to 1885 in the third film, what happened to the Marty McFly that returned to 1985 in the second film? Are there t- are there now two Marty McFlys in the current world due to this? Well, I guess that's your barn burner question, uh, DC. And speaking of barn, let's take a trip down on the farm. For those of you that don't know, uh, once again, I am Taylor Blake Ward, former host of Locked On Angels. I cover the Angels uh, for HomePlateView.com. This is actually my 10th season covering the team. I also cover the uh, Major League Baseball draft, but... I get to see a lot of prospects uh, during my coverage, mostly Angels prospects, of course, but uh, a lot of Mariners affiliates do stop by when it comes to uh, Angels affiliates. So just last week, I was actually at the Angels affiliate down in San Bernardino, California, Inland Empire Six Sixers, and they were playing the Modesto Nuts. Now, the Modesto Nuts are actually, if I'm remembering right, they have the best record in minor league baseball. Uh, I'm digressing a little bit here, but they have a shortstop that – I was just blown away by Noelvi. I, I knew I was going to butcher that. Noelvi Marte, uh, Mariners prospect, actually ranked uh, number seven by MLB Pipeline in the organization. I don't believe he's a top hundred prospect at the moment. He is a shortstop. Backstory on him: He signed for one point five uh, five million back in two thousand eighteen during the international signing period. Uh, really did well in his first stint with uh, the Dominican Summer League. Then he was invited to the summer camp, the extended roster camp, alternate site, whatever the heck you want to call it, last season uh, when there were 60 guys at the alternate site due to COVID-19. And he was definitely just, I mean, he was uh, 18 years old, uh, really a young kid out there. But, you know, he, he performed well, had some interesting notes to kind of go along with him. Very interesting kid. But I'll tell you, I saw him for the first time. This was on, uh, what day was that? I can't remember what day it was. It was, uh, I got my notebook. I've got my notebook out and everything. So the 18th would have been last Tuesday, so a week ago. Um, I was blown away. This kid's approach at the plate is remarkable. Uh, The the Angels uh, pitchers didn't really have any good command. I mean, they walked seven guys over their span. Um, But I'll tell you, Noelvi Marte, the power that he possesses is really intriguing. He's got some real authority in his swing. I'm a big fan of his. Um, I think that a lot of people are going to question the hit tool a little bit. Not so sure if they're going to believe that he's going to be a, a 270, 280 hitter. I, baseball's changed so much. We talk about batting average. I think the consensus is that the average 
batting average or, or the average hit tool is going to range right around 260 to 270 right now. I think that's fair. Um, I'm not so sure that this guy is going to be that, maybe a 260 hitter, but he's going to get on base. Um, I, I love the approach. I think he's very advanced in his approach. 19 years old in single A, very advanced already. But the power, he hit a ball. It was a hanging slider and in respects, you know, for a guy that's of the status of Marte, you, you want to see him hit this ball out. But, man, he smoked it. He was so impressive with the power. Uh, really put on a show during batting practice. He's just got power to all fields. Very strong kid. Uh, big, big-ish. big Probably, I guess you could compare him kind of Kalenic body size. He's a little over six foot, about a buck 90. Really just a strong uh, upper half. You can really see it in the forearms. Strong kid, but... I was just really impressed uh, in the field. Average, um, you know, he, he got to work with JP Crawford at that alternate site last year, and I think that's going to help him quite a bit. I, I think it's more probably going to move to third base, long run. Um, one thing that I did like, he, he has some speed. Now it's not that's where I think the, the mark is for shortstop for me is I'm not so sure if I'm going to buy in that he's a long term shortstop uh, because the quick burst speed isn't outstanding. The way that you you, you talk about uh, you talk about shortstops and you talk about quick burst speed is that first step and I wasn't blown away by his first step but but when he has a, a full head of steam this kid's got some positive speed I mean he's a plus runner um, I'm telling you you know we, we I sat and we talked to DC last week about Mariners prospects it actually might have been about two weeks ago. Um, but I sat and talked to DC about prospects for half an hour. We talked about Emerson Hancock, Logan Gilbert, George Kirby, etc. We talked about Jared Kalenic right before he got called up. Um, Logan Gilbert, of course, called up as well. Uh, we talked about Cal Raleigh. We talked about a few people, and it's just this kid. This kid belongs in that category. I I think he's a top hundred prospect with ease. I think that obviously the performance is there as we're sitting here talking right at this very moment. I'm going to pull up his stat line. He is batting 347 with a 427 on base percentage, 569 slugging. He has four home runs in 17 games at the single A level. His OPS just below uh, one. It's a .996. Let's see, stolen base, four stolen bases. Obviously the performance is there. He definitely has the performance numbers, but... Along with all that, this kid belongs in the top 100 prospect list. I think he is uh, definitely someone that you could see manning, I think, third base. I'm going to say third base, but this is a guy that you could be really excited about when it comes to the future of the Angels. Uh, I'm sorry. I knew I was going to do that. I knew for a fact I was eventually going to slip up and say Angels. My apologies. The Mariners farm system, the Seattle Mariners of Seattle, downtown Seattle, it's not Safeco Field anymore. What is it? It's not AT&T. It's uh, T-Mobile Park. Seattle Mariners of T-Mobile Park in Seattle, right next to that naval base, right next to the football field, just south of downtown. I know where it is. I've been there. I love I love Seattle. I'm a big – I love Seattle, the city. Um, T-Mobile Park is actually – I'm going to say it's my second favorite park in all of baseball, just behind Petco Field down in San Diego. Uh, I guess it's not Petco Field, it's Petco Park. Um, <laughs> I'm digressing a ton. I think it may be time for us to uh, kind of break away from this. But I'll tell you guys, if you're into prospects, 
definitely take a long look at Noel V. Marte. Very, very exciting up-and-comer in this uh, Mariners farm system. Coming up, more of DC's conversation with Locked On A's host and my buddy Jason Burke. But first, this word from Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. And also, this word of importance from Built Bar. As DC likes to say, they're the greatest protein bars in the history of hexahedral prisms. They're low in sugar and calories while also being high in protein and fiber. In addition, they're high in deliciousness. They're soft and easy to chew and come in 18 great flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com and place an order and try some for yourself. You can buy their variety box to sample one of everything or compile a box of the three flavors that most intrigue you. Like toffee almond, orange, or for you chocoholics out there, double chocolate. If you use promo code LOCKED15 at checkout, you'll get 15% off your order. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Welcome back to Locked On Mariners. Here once again is your guest host, the man with three first names, Taylor Blake Ward. Gracias, mi hermano Joey. Mi nombre es tres first nombres. God, my Spanish sucks. Uh, once again, I am Taylor Blake Ward, and that was Joey Martin, a man of just two first names, and obviously the lesser of the two of us because of that fact. Uh <laughs> Sorry, Joey, man. Here in the C Block, we will play a pre-recorded conversation between DC and Jason Burke of Locked On A's. Enjoy. In any case, uh, let's talk about the A's offense. Generally, how have they been at large, and what can Mariners fans expect to see from them against Kikichi San and Mr. Gilbert? As a whole, they've been a pretty solid group, and you know, looking at them, you wouldn't think that because... Uh, you're not comparing them to the rest of the league. You're just comparing them like, yeah, they, they kind of stink. But when you watch a team every day, you're like, oh, well, they didn't come through at all today. But then they do it like every time the next game. It's all about, you know, the how it plays out over the entire course of a season. Uh, I was looking at their stats last night as well. And I think they're like the number eight offense in baseball, according to WRC Plus, which... Uh, did not guess that because they uh, don't score a ton of runs usually. I mean, they might score like four or five here and there, but they're not putting up like those 12 spots like the the Padres, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's any um, consolation, the, the Mariners fans, that was not the biggest loss on Friday, I think it was only the third biggest loss, honestly. Um, which I'll be, which I, which I, which I will have talked about on uh, on Monday's program. I'm, I'm sorry, Jason. Go ahead. I was gonna be like, oh, should I say like the White Sox? And then as I was about to say White Sox, I was like, I should really just go for the kill. And I've, been, <laughs> I've been trashing my own team on this show for a few days now, so it's fine. 
I, I I do love the Mariners, though. And I, I mean, I don't watch them a ton, but if they're on, I'm like, hey, I'll watch it. I got some time. Um, and, you know, I, I love the jerseys and what they're building to. And yeah. because I don't have to watch them every day, I enjoy the entertainment of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, that I'll, I understand that. I understand that. The future is bright, ladies and gentlemen. Present day, not so much. Yeah. Is there any one specific A's player on offense that um, might give somebody like Kikuchi San or Mr. Mr. Gilbert or any of the other Mariners pitchers trouble? It's ba- I would say that it's basically between uh, Mark Canna, who is one of the top players, er, top hitters in baseball. He is uh, he's got a 149 WRC plus. If you're you know big into sabermetrics, which is uh, one point below Jordan Alvarez. So if you think highly of Jordan Alvarez, uh, Mark Canna is right behind him, and you might <laughs> not even think that. You might not even know who Mark Canna is. He's fantastic. He gets on base. He's the A's leadoff hitter most games these times or these days. And uh, against like uh, Kikuchi, uh, he's you know he's a lefty. Mark Canna's a righty. I would assume that that would play into Canna's favor a little bit. The other guy that I would go with is Ramon Laureano. He had a good first couple of games. I think he got like seven hits in the uh, the Angel series in the first two games, mm-hmm. um, which. I, I didn't even uh, pay attention to his stats from Sunday. I'm like, oh, I'm talking about him anyway. I'll, I'll look those up later. <laughs> um, and, and so, yeah, I would say that those two guys specifically against uh, somebody like uh, Kikuchi, but um, Matt Olson's also their other, like their third very, very good guy, like top 30 hitter in baseball right now. And this is all just WRC plus. It's not you know solely home runs or anything, but Ramon Laureano also has 11 home runs, which is insane to me. And Mark Canna is like third in baseball in runs scored, which sure, I guess <laughs> he's like right up there with like Ronald Acuna Jr. So uh, wow. everybody's doing great. Um, so those are the, the main three that you would probably want to be worried about. Try and pitch a little bit more carefully because they can do some, some damage, mm-hmm. but you know, Matt Chapman can go on a hot streak real quick. Sean Murphy will hit the snot out of a ball. Uh, whether or not it's caught, we'll see. But he can hit the ball hard. Chad Pender's been pretty solid. Uh, if you see Elvis Andrews, he 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 might get a hit. Maybe. But that, <laughs> I like it when he does. Um, yeah, that, that's most of the lineup right now. Um, Jeff uh-huh. Lowry's been slumping a little bit more, and I can't. Oh, uh, like Seth Brown would be the DH, or potentially Stephen Biscotti or whoever. Um, <laughs> and Seth Brown's hit a home run in three straight games, so that's good. And Piscotti's kind of just there, and he goes on hot streaks every now and then, but he's not on one right now. So uh, that's the A's entire offense for you. Nice. Uh, also, Tony Kemp, he's been solid, but <laughs> I don't know when he plays. He just kind of shows up, and then he's like, oh, there he is. Okay. I have to say something about Elvis Andrews. It's actually not about Elvis Andrews, but uh, I was driving around uh, the other day in uh, southwest Spokane in a very rural area, which I'd never been to before. There is an Andrews Road in southwest Spokane, and I thought of Elvis Andrews. I like it. Yes. Maybe I, <laughs> maybe they should uh, take him over there. We're like, hey, they named this place after you because you own the Mariners. And then uh, well, <laughs> this this series is actually in Oakland, so that'd be kind of out of the way. But maybe next week when they, when they play the Mariners. It'd be out of the way even if they uh, played in Seattle, considering <laughs> that it's about 300 miles away uh, <laughs> from Seattle. But And I was going to pull over and snap a picture, but it was one of those rural, rural areas where there's no shoulder on the road, so I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> very quickly, one more thing. Um, just in general, how is the A's defense been? 
okay. It hasn't mm-hmm. been great. Uh, I mean, by the metrics, they say that they're actually a bad defensive team. Uh, not as quite, not quite as bad as like the Angels, who, mm-hmm. man, that that was those were rough games. I felt bad for the pitchers, like so bad. Um, yeah. But Chapman and Olsen haven't been their usual selves uh, on the corners. Uh, according to the numbers, at least they're still making plays and whatnot. But every now and then you see like one of those mental lapse plays that like, you know, regular normal people make and usually oh. they don't. So that's weird. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I dropped the ball kind of. Uh, and then they get the out anyway, but they drop the ball. So it, usually it's just strange little things like that. Nothing to really concern yourself about just yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe if it continues, then you're like, oh, that, that stinks. It's not like they're going to go anywhere. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, if Evan White was still playing, maybe he could get a second straight gold glove. But uh, he is not currently. Yeah. And uh, Evan White, you can you can really tell the difference uh, on the Mariners when you got another first baseman in there besides Evan White. Jose Marmalejos had been playing a lot of first base before he got designated for assignment. Absolutely no Evan White out there. It's been Jacob Nottingham the last few days and while he looked better than Marmo did at first base you know it's still he's he's not Evan White out there few people are if Evan White weren't left-handed he'd make it a spectacular third baseman his glove skills are that good that'll close out today's show DC will be back with you tomorrow here at Locked On Mariners to discuss tonight's game against Oakland please remember to download rate and follow Locked On Mariners on social media platforms if you would like, you can follow me as well at Taylor Blake Ward. Look for us on any podcasting app you can think of. Leave a rating and review if your podcasting app of choice allows you to do so. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is usually where DC says that he will be joined by an elusive cast of misfits, so I will fill in tomorrow's guest with uh, Bugs Bunny, Jessica Rabbit, and a uh, sketchy man with a top hat and a trench coat. Uh, also, I believe the Seattle Kraken, the actual Kraken itself, will be a part of tomorrow's show. Uh, for Locked On Mariners, I'm Taylor Blake Ward reminding you to dot your I's, cross your T's, and enjoy the day, Mariners faithful. We'll see you tomorrow. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski will keep you updated on the latest news in every major sport with Locked On's team of local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcasts. This is Joey Martin speaking for Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.